Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to Your Story is a Legacy show. My name is Rosanna Jackalone, and I'll be your host, your life story guide, your legacy coach, your spiritual healer, and friend. This show will help you get inspired and give you resources and practical tips so you can craft and tell your unique life story for yourself, your children, and generations to come. I bet you were asking, well, how will this show make my life better? It will do that by first, helping you to get to know yourself more deeply and in the process, learn your passions and the unique gifts you bring to the world. Second, it helps you get through transitions, things like job loss, marriage, childbirth, relocation, even things like divorce. It also helps you heal by turning traumas in your life into triumphs. And finally, it helps you create a legacy to leave for yourself, your family, and future generations. If that sounds good to you, let's begin our journey together. Remember when you were young and had a fairy tale version of your life and what your life was going to be? If you are like me, you dreamed and planned away as a child. Some of your dreams and plans came true, but often life didn't turn out at all like you expected. So you took off your rose-colored glasses and began to realize life is indeed beautiful, but it is messy and it is certainly not a straight line. It's messy because we go through transitions, planned or unplanned. They happen every year to every year and a half. And less frequently, we have major transitions, which would be defined as more than one transition happening at the same time. These transitions feel more like earthquakes in your life. So what can we do to help us get through transitions? Let's start by identifying some of the common life transitions and some of the cataclysmic life transitions. After that, I'm going to talk to you about five ways to help you get through them. Simply put, a life transition is any change that affects your life or your current sense of normal to new circumstances that force you to create a new normal. Let's look at the different types of transitions. Here are some of the common happy life transitions. We voluntarily take these on. Some examples of these would be taking on a bigger job at a new company, getting married, having a child, buying your first home, getting pregnant, then there are involuntary, sad, or traumatic life transitions. These are the ones we didn't see coming, such as the loss of a loved one, divorce, or an illness. 
even the pandemic we've lived through for these past two years falls into this category. The last type of transitions are the ones that are hard to deal with, such as certain milestone birthdays, retirement, or becoming a parent. These events all bring a state of disequilibrium to our lives. They also bring increased stress and have an emotional and physical effect on us. So what can we do to make transitions easier since they are not going to happen, excuse me, since they are going to happen whether we choose them or not? Here are the five key ways to get through them. First, we must accept them. While this may seem counterintuitive, it is not. If we can actually allow ourselves to do this and look at what we gained during past transitions, it will help us deal with the current and future transitions we will face. I know that doesn't sound uh, intuitive, but I can think of another time we were taught something counterintuitive. Think back to your teen years in driver's ed when we were learning how to navigate icy roads. I remember how frightening that was to me. I knew living in the Northeast, I could hit a patch of unseen black ice and spin out of control with dire consequences. My driving instructor taught me what I had to do in case that happened. He said, I need you to take your foot off the gas pedal and gently turn in the direction of the skid. Well, that felt completely unnatural since a panicked slamming on the brakes seemed more like a natural response. Eventually, I did hit a patch of black ice and thankfully, I was able to get through it by turning into the skid. What's the next step after we've accepted the transition? What should we do? We develop a routine. This second step is so important since we are dealing with so many unknowns that it's important to have something we can rely upon. For instance, when I was going through marriage, becoming a stepmom to a teenager and relocation all at once, I had to create some sort of something I could rely on. So I created a daily routine of morning scripture and prayer. And in the evening, I would write in my gratitude journal before I went to sleep. I also included four days of exercise on my weekly calendar. This definitely provided some stability while I was figuring out my new home, navigating this new city, and my new roles and responsibilities. Third, we need to set small goals. Why? So we are not overwhelmed with all the changes brought on by the transition. In the example I gave you of the marriage and relocation, I would write one thing I could get done in the day. For instance, I wrote, find the nearest supermarket. On another day, 
I wrote, find the post office. Yes, it took me some time to adjust to my new roles, a new city, my new home, finding new friends, and everything that else everything else that goes along with a relocation. But by giving myself small goals, I actually felt like I was accomplishing something. Fourth, we need to practice self-compassion. This applies to both happy and sad transitions. For instance, you may be really excited about getting pregnant, but you might not like the brain fog or the fact that nothing fits anymore. Self-compassion comes in handy when we have to make these adjustments that we don't always like, but are a natural part of the transition process. Now is the time, while so much feels unnatural, to give ourselves extra self-compassion and self-love. And if you're not in the habit of doing this for yourself, Ask how you would be to a good friend going through the transition you are. What would you say to her? That is what you need to say to yourself. The fifth and last thing we need to do is to lean on our wonderful support network. Pick up the phone and call a friend or family member. Visit with your priest or spiritual advisor. Pray together. The more you can do this, the less isolated you will feel during the transition. The good news is the older we get, when we have lived through so many of these voluntary and involuntary transitions, we start to realize that we will get through the next one too, and the one after that. We look to how we've grown from transitions the lessons we've learned, creativity that was born during these times, new relationships that were formed, a deepening of our spirituality, even discovering our life purpose. I learned much about handling transitions from my wonderful 93-year-old grandmother, who is sadly no longer with us. She had emigrated from poverty in Sicily to come to America. She did not speak a word of English when she arrived. Shortly after, she would marry my grandfather and work with him to build a business and then bring his whole family to America. She became pregnant with my mom during the Great Depression. My mom was delivered by a midwife who sadly left my grandmother sterile. She and my grandfather would also lose the business they had built and become poor again, this time in America. More loss followed with the death of her parents and many of her siblings. Eventually, grandma and grandpa were able to build their business and home again. They were also blessed with six grandchildren and then lived to see some of their great-grandchildren. One of the very interesting things I noticed about Grandma is she had become so accustomed to life transitions that she accepted them, just as people would accept anything routine in life, and she would move on. She had lived through enough life cycles to know there were good and bad transitions 
and some cataclysmic ones too. But she was always grateful for her life and her blessings. The way my grandma navigated life and transitions was something I always admired. While I am not yet at her stage of life wisdom, I have come to understand transitions will always be a part of life. The more I can accept them and learn from them, the more I will appreciate the wonderful gift of life for the number of days I'm living in this world. Until next time, I'm sending you so much light and love. If you feel inspired by this show, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review on iTunes or subscribe to the show since I update the topics weekly. And if you feel there are others who would like this show, please take a screenshot of the show, add it to your Instagram story, and tag me at mymagnusopus. Also, I'd like to get to know you, so please join our email list by signing up at www.mymagnusopus.com. You can also join our private Facebook group of like-minded legacy storytellers by going to My Magnus Opus Community. Thanks so much for tuning in. May your day be full of abundance in everything you do and keep your head up always. Until next time, I'm sending you love and light. Thank you.